Lucero junto a José Ron protagonizan El Gallo de Oro. Gran estreno miércoles 8 de mayo a las 9 por Univision. Today we speak to content creator and fellow podcaster Caitlin Murray from the popular Instagram account Big Time Adulting as she shares her personal journey on how even during the toughest times you just have to have a snack and crack a smile. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Good morning, Pamela. We need this episode so bad. We need it. We have such crazy mornings. I love when I, Karen's on the way here to the studio and she's like, oh, I have a headache. It's been a tough morning. Do you love that for me? No, I don't love it. I'm saying, <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. But I empathize this morning. I think I texted you first. It's been a tough morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did my makeup like really nicely and it's ruined because I was crying in the car. So no. like we're off to a good start today. I mean, everything's fine. Obviously, everything life is fine. But like it's just one of those. Ugh, I don't know. It's just one of those Sorry. one of those days. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I have my coffee now, so I'm much better. I, think I was crying. Now, which is I like was crying because I didn't have coffee. I think therapy. <laughs> so why don't we start? We have a great guest today. I'm excited. I'm um, so excited. I'm so excited because also like her videos, like I see them and I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. For me, it was the specifically, I think I'm going to tie it to my mother's moment. Actually, <laughs> last day of lunch. No, oh, no, 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 but also yes. So this week I took Victoria to Disney, but it wasn't like I took Victoria to Disney. It was, I went to Disney in a minivan, which is not mine. I rented a minivan. We had four kids in the car. Man, the whole time you're posting, I'm like, why? Why would you do this? For Is sure. Is a bet? There like, was a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Th there was a lot of, there was a lot of that. And I get it. I get it. <clears throat> three moms, one of them is pregnant, and four kids between the ages of three and Five, three and five. And we went to Disney and Victoria was really rough. Like, hey, let wash our hands. No. Okay. Pee. Pee before we get in the car. No. Everything was no. Everything was no. And like tying this back to Caitlin's video around the gentle parenting thing. And it's like sometimes you just want to be a human and have real <laughs> emotions. To tell you that like that night after that long day of drive, my freaking child being so difficult, blah, blah, blah. We both cried to sleep. Like we were both crying because I was so mad at her and I completely was like, this is not okay, blah, 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 whatever. And she was like, ah, whatever. She started crying and then I started crying. And, you know, when I started crying, she looks at me, she goes, mommy, you just need to breathe. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you have some nerve, but also, yes. I'm like, yes, you're right. I just need to breathe. Okay. But you know what? We're just real humans and sometimes we crack and it's okay. But yes, the car wasn't bad. You know what? The car ride itself was not bad. The whole thing, everything else was. The, the three times I had to put air in the tire in a four hour drive was bad. The thunderstorms on the turnpike was bad, you know, but the kids, they were on their tablets, like mesmerized by the internet. So whatever, they were fine. Was it hot? It was so hot. 
It was so hot. We had to use cooling towels, which are she'll, amazing. She'll do it again. She'll go to Disney soon again. I am, but yeah. myself with my own child. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I don't know. I hate going when it's hot, but also like it's the only time you can go. It's so messed up. It's so messed up. It's funny now. Like Ford will see the opening of a movie and he'll see the castle, and now he like gets it a little bit more. He only went. We've only been one time with Ford, and he was two years old. He was too young, and I was like, I'm not going until he actually like understands and begs me to take him, <laughs> which he hasn't. But I feel like he's becoming more aware of the castle and Mickey, and you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm still finding it. Well, my motherish <laughs> moment of the week, I guess, has to do with. With, you know, sometimes we just want to lose it. Like this morning on the way to summer camp, which by the way, this summer camp thing is such a trick because <laughs> it's supposed to be like a break, fun, summer camp. Yeah, it's the same thing as going, taking him to school. Same routine, same stress. It's more expensive. Same struggle. He's not excited about it. He wants to be home with his PJs, watching TV. He's not going next week, by the way. But <laughs> this whole week has been like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I had to do it because I need to work and he needs to be away and someone needs to watch him while I'm, you know, working. But it's just like, I, I don't know. I feel like I got sold like a, you know, like when you, they pitch you like a concept <laughs> and then you're like, this is not you're what like, you're saying. Yay, summer camp. Oh, wait, I, what? No. I don't know. I mean, it seems to be fun. They're doing like water activities and every day he needs to get dressed with like, you know, like a bathing pool, water, whatever, outfit. So... Anyway, today he was like just not wanting to go and he was fighting it. And I was trying to like get my makeup done because we're recording today. So I was trying to put some BB cream and I'm I'm wearing like this little outfit. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling cute, you know? It's very cute. And then he likes pulling me. I'm pulling me. And in one of those, like I kind of like squirt like a little bit of like the BB cream onto my pants. I was so mad at him. (laughs) I honestly, like if he would have been an adult, I think I would have (laughs) like, first of all, for sure I would have screamed at him. And I could have raised my hands at him. I was so mad at him. Yeah, saying all the beep, beep, yeah, beep, exactly. beep, So then the whole time riding, I'm like driving mad. He's like obviously shirtless in the car because he refused to put on a shirt until we got to school. And then no, and now he apologizes. His new thing is he apologizes mad. He's like, I'm sorry, mom. And I'm like, that is not an apology, you little monster. Stop. Like, I love you so much. I go, baby, when you say I'm sorry, you need to you know, mean it and just be apologetic. And I don't think he, he like, he's looking at me like, I'm saying what you want me to say. Yeah, I feel like it takes a while to understand. Some grownups don't know how to apologize. It's so funny though. Like, I don't want to laugh. He's like, I'm sorry, mom. And I'm like, oh, Ford, this is not. <laughs> anyway, so then he went him to, we got him to camp. He's great, whatever, fine. And then of course he gets off and I was like, hi, Ford. Hi, my God, we love you. You're so sweet, so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, that's my mother's moment of the week. Mm-hmm. So why don't we have Kaylin share her mother's <laughs> moment of the week before we formally introduce her. Welcome. Hi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love listening to you guys. By the way, we usually don't complain this much, right? Today has just been... Oh, why? Okay. Complain just, away. I do. I complain. <laughs> She's the gratitude one. She. Yeah, yeah. I usually make up so great. She's the oh, gratitude so one, and I'm like, that's not going to last. <laughs> I mean, I think that we're like deep down, we're all actually really grateful, right? So kind of like sometimes I hate having to like disclaim everything with how grateful I am because then it's just like right. fending off the guilt of like venting, which is completely normal. Like I'm listening to you guys say your motherish moments and I'm like, yeah, I have a, like one of those kinds of moments every day, right? It's like that's just like the norm for for mom life today for me or like this week for me i usually go back to things with my daughter like i butt heads with my daughter more and i don't know if that's like a mother daughter thing or just us or something like i'm always worried about our relationship i always want to make sure we're okay and intact or whatever 
So this How is, old is like she now? the last. She's seven, and my oldest is nine, and then I have a younger son who's four. My daughter, I. This is like the last week of real full school, which is. Is this explicit? Is there, uh, I'll try not to swear. It's like the last full week of school, which is ridiculously like next week they have a half day every day. It's just annoying anyway. Um, but I don't have to make lunches anymore next week. So today I had like a motherish high because it was my last day of making lunches for the school year. And I hate <laughs> making lunches. <laughs> so... Anyway, it's just like the bane of my existence or whatever. Yesterday, though, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some nice lunch stuff for my kids. I got them like this prosciutto and like this nice soft Italian bread. I was going to make them like these beautiful sandwiches. And my daughter was like, I don't like that. And I was like, you? I was like, I think you do like it. And I think you're just saying that because I thought it was special for you and you want it to not be special. And you're just trying to fight me on it. Like so annoyed with her. And I let myself like escalate over that. And I was like, you know, just shy of calling her like a brat. You know, I didn't do it, but it was just like, that's what it was going through my mind at the time. And I just hate, I hate thinking those things and feeling those things, but I they're know, just the natural. Guilt, right? Like, it's just like, is what it is. And that's what you said, like about the gentle parenting video. And I think like, you know, we all lose our shit and like we often like come to terms with our kids over that stuff like apologies or whatever like you were talking about Pamela with your stuff this morning and however it's delivers him apologizing to you <laughs> or or you apologizing to them whichever it is but there's so much around like the pressure of, of doing the right thing and saying the right thing in all of those situations and the scripting of uh, the scripted like parenting and shit like that I think it makes people super self-conscious and like feel like a lot of shame and guilt around their parenting and I know that's not like the purpose of that that sort of like methodology of parenting but I think that's often the result and it's just like too much shoving down our throats of like the right way to do everything and I'm just like oh my god shut up let me just live can I live <laughs> I this is like a prime time too for us <laughs> So why don't we welcome Kaylee Murray, like we mentioned. She is the host of Big Time Adulting, the podcast. She also creates content for Instagram and other platforms. She's a mommy of three, like she just mentioned. She's married. I'm just curious, like where did this Big Time Adulting come from? Where did the idea come from? Yeah, so my oldest son, my oldest child, had leukemia. So when he was three years old, he was diagnosed with leukemia. And obviously that was like a terrifying, shocking, scary time of life for my family and for me as a mother. You know, it's just every parent's worst nightmare, something like that happening. And when that happened, I started writing about what we were going through, what he was going through. But it was more like, it was really more like of a journal for me and like a lot of my experience with it was the twist of humor and that kind of thing. And I had compiled it into a blog and I had really loved it. I was loving that process of writing and it was like really cathartic for me during that time. And somebody reached out to me who was an editor and she said, hey, would you be interested if I showed this blog to our publishers? And I said, yeah, that would be so cool. Like I'm loving writing. I would love to write a book. And they came back and they were kind of like, it's fine. The blog is fine. But, you know, there's no platform. She doesn't have any followers or anything like that. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start an Instagram page. And then, you know, none of my content really is 
relates to our can it's not like a, a childhood cancer page at all but it's just motherhood and you know honesty and just doing sort of like my own take on a creative way to talk about things that go wrong on a day-to-day -day basis or go right and that just make you laugh and and it makes you feel better I love your, just like this clarity that you have for identifying the feelings with these moments. Cause sometimes I feel like, I mean, I only have one child, so I don't know. I don't, can't even imagine with three, but like you call things out as they are. And sometimes I feel like days and days will go by where I'm just like in a daze, right? Where like one thing to the next, da, 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 whatever. And then afterwards I'm like, yeah, I, I went through that and I felt this and I felt and I felt all those things but I'm like I was completely unconscious of it at the time I'm so amazed that your ability to like have this like mental clarity to like identify and call it what it is you know it's so good <laughs> thank you so much I mean I just laugh about the idea of me having mental clarity because <laughs> I'm feeling like so freaking scatterbrained every day, all day. <laughs> Something Somehow I managed working. to organize it into a one minute video. But it's working, it's working, it's working. Okay, so I want to know, for example, what in your process of like, you know, creating this account and starting it, now you have a lot of followers. Now you're a very well-known name in the, let's say, motherhood landscape of, in the world of creators. What is like, what is the hardest part of having this? What's the kind of stuff that you deal with regularly as a result of this project journey that you're on? Yeah, it's such a good question because like starting off, you never know where these things are going to end up. And like for the following size, growing to the point where it is and being like recognized outside of your house or like when you're out to dinner or whatever, that kind of thing, people approaching you and you're kind of like, oh shit, like there are maybe some eyes on me right now or eyes on my family. And, um, so that's one part of it that like you continue to reevaluate as you go and like your goals and what you want from all of this and how much of that recognition that you you even want. And then imposter syndrome, just like, is this a good idea? Should I, you know, post about this? And I think like just putting myself out there over and over again and staying consistent with that has given me a lot more confidence. Luckily, like now, even if something like doesn't perform well on Instagram, I don't really like take it to heart very much. I just keep on keeping on because I feel like I've gotten so much support and like love and validation from so many followers who write so many nice things to me. So that definitely helps keep me going in those moments of like insecurity or imposter syndrome stuff. I just kind of like think back to the positive feedback that I that I get from people and try to just rely on my gut and say I'm following like an intuition, an inclination and a dream here doing all of this. So it's hard though. You know, you just like, you do get bounced off track here and there. I always love to kind of highlight the importance of humor, right? Like of taking things not as seriously, taking things lightly, especially in the roughest times, right? Because it's easier to take things ha -ha, lightly when things are going great and things are not that stressful. But I mean, we're talking about like having a sick child, like you losing your job, like when things get really, really, you know, tough. What advice do you have, Caitlin? Like how did it help you personally? And how did that kind of become, became your motto, I think, going forward, right? Like you got to crack a smile. You got to laugh at some things sometimes. Yeah, that's so true. And I, you know, at the very beginning when my son had first gotten diagnosed, I was so sad. I cried 
multiple times throughout the day, all day, every day. How did you pick up on the diagnosis? What symptoms did he have? I'm just always... Yes, moms are always curious about that stuff because we're all like crazy about our kids and Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But I will say just to like disclaim that it's different for every child, but I knew my kid. I knew my kid was not healthy. He was on like sort of a slow but rapid, like say over the course of three weeks, declining health-wise. He had gotten sick. So he had like, it was the month of December. So it was cold and flu season, all that. So he had had a cold. And then, you know, it seemed like he either got another or couldn't ever kick that first one. And it was just getting worse and worse. And he was like up all night coughing for like a couple of weeks and then he started getting fevers that just like persisted and going on longer than a fever should last and he had lost his appetite he looked really pale um but he was young so he wasn't really you know how little kids like even when they're sick they play you know and like they have just more energy and more resilience than adults that are sick do but i had taken him to the doctor and expressed like really serious concern over his health and asked for blood work and i even mentioned to the doctor that i thought he might have cancer and i was like basically dismissed that day at the doctor's office and told like just watch him over the weekend and you know if he's not still not feeling well in a few days bring him back we'll reevaluate him again and I was sort of at that point, like, I didn't want to be an alarmist, but I just knew he was really sick. So it definitely taught me to, like, follow my instincts and and never be afraid to just advocate for your kids and, like, stand firm if you think something's going on and just get to the bottom of it. Because 99% of the time, it's not going to be something serious like that. But I think we all just know our kids so much better than anyone else. You know, you've been observing them since the moment they friggin' popped out. So... So that's kind of what happened. After that happened, it was just like there was so much all at once. He was in treatment for over three years. It was going to be like occupying our life. It felt so like daunting and heavy to carry the weight of this diagnosis and his health um, for for so long, not knowing, you know, how things would all play out. And um, although we did have a lot of hope because he had a great prognosis right out of the gates, childhood leukemia, kids typically do very well like in the end it's just very long and taxing on their bodies and it's awful you know it's all the things you think of when you think of a kid going through cancer treatment and at some point I think I just I had a text from like a friend we had gotten some good news and she's one of my best friends and she sort of was like don't be afraid to celebrate the wins and it just hit me so hard at that time it was like I'm gonna feel okay to be present in this nice moment and celebrate this win and then I think from that moment on it got a little bit easier for me to laugh again and to be silly again and feel okay there was part of like a guilt almost of feeling any like sense of like happiness at that time like how could I be happy when my son is so sick you know but I think that when you realize you're in charge of your attitude that way and you just like keep putting one foot in front of the other and stay positive it's really empowering and i do think it makes a difference on the overall experience for yourself your family whoever is all along the ride with you in whatever you're going through you know it doesn't have to be that serious it can be something um just like a bad day that you want to turn around you know Lucero junto a José Ron protagonizan El Gallo de Oro. Gran estreno miércoles 8 de mayo a las 9 por Univisión. Y de las mejores. 
Did you ever know you were this funny? Like before you, <laughs> I, I always ask myself. I think I'm, I think we're hilarious, but I'm always like, oh, people think we're funny. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's different when you have to create content based on that. I think that like along the way, I've always been considered like one of the funny friends in my friend group and stuff. I've been like, I'm silly and uh, like a little outrageous at times. So yeah, I guess I like I feel the need to make jokes and say funny things and do funny things. So I think it's always been within me. Do you have any other goals outside of where you are right now with big time adulting? Where do you want it to go? Or what are some of the things that you're hoping no, to? Yes, all are the you goals. Good? I have all of the goals. I want to, you know, I think that one of the things that I realized after becoming a mom was that, shit, I don't really want to stay at home with motherhood and like, and be the stay at home mom. It's like, much harder than I thought this was yeah. going to be that I was bored and like not stimulated or at home with babies and toddlers and I wanted more and so having these like this as a creative outlet has been like such a gift to me to like basically entertain myself mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> throughout the days and, and that kind of thing but then uh you know seeing where it would all take me was all part of the plan from the beginning you know like i had said writing a book and that kind of thing and instagram is amazing and social media is amazing for being able to create a, like a business and a platform mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and be make yourself marketable and profitable that way and i think like i've always had goals of being able to monetize mm-hmm. this yeah. as a career and a profession And um, I think it's important to say that stuff out loud and be loud and proud and clear about your goals and your hopes and your dreams because, you know, we should. We deserve to be rewarded for the work and effort and time that we put into these things. So I do I do have those big career goals that I hope and that I see happening already from the platform. What's your background on, Kaylee? I'm always curious, like how people when people transition, right, like the. From especially like stay-at-home moms or like other working moms when they take that leap of faith into like, you know what, this could be a business. Let me like better myself. Yeah. So I was I was in the nonprofit world since I had graduated from college up until I my third child was born. I still work, but I was working part-time at that point. And then when my son was got sick and he was well enough to go back to school but still vulnerable so I had to be like kind of around and available all the time I quit my job fully and stayed home and I think at that point I was like I want to start something that we'll see this is when I started like my page and stuff and see where it goes and see how to build on this but my background was not in anything that's like remotely close to really what I what I'm doing here and now and I didn't like fundraising, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, tough. it's so interesting to hear your like transition and talking about like, you know, working and then becoming a like stay-at-home mom and all these things. So for context, I just recently left my or was left was left to leave my job through layoffs. But I worked in a tech company that owns the platform where you are wildly successful for 10 years. It's all good. But for 10 years, right? By the way, have you said I'm a stay home mom yet or no? No, and that's exactly oh. <laughs> what I was getting at. Because like right now I'm like, yeah, stay at home moms. And I was like, wait, that's me. That's me now. But I still don't. I still don't. I don't know. I haven't assimilated to the identity yet because I'm still really busy. But that's actually what they are. They're very busy. Stay-at-home moms are extremely busy. I think uh, in a different story, Kaylin goes back to focusing on the fact that like when you are authentic and 
passionate about something, it could really turn into something big. You are just being yourself, you're being vulnerable, you're being transparent about a lot of things. And I feel like those are the things that, that do the best. Yeah, I think you're right. Like staying true to yourself and people know when you're like real or not, you know. Mm. And the other part of it is like consistency, like actually doing it. I had all these ideas of wanting to do this and thinking that I could do funny things on Instagram or whatever. But it took me like, you have to start the page. You have to get started. You have to keep going. You have to do the stuff, you know, in order for it to actually happen, which is remember that there is consistency and like hard work involved in all of it as well. How does your husband feel about this? I'm always curious to see like, are the husbands <laughs> laughing? Are they like, are they laughing with you? They're laughing at you. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, Juan's a fan. Whenever, no, no, a fan. When, whenever we do, when we go out on a limb oh, yeah, when and we, we do, we and try funny, to be funny not, or whatever, not. my husband laughs at me. It's very clear. He's like, this is so cringy. Oh, we try to do the and I'm like, like, oh, this reel is trending. Let's do it. And I was like, we, you just don't get yeah. it. But maybe he's right. I don't know. How does your husband feel? I mean, it's so funny because I, I always describe it like I'm like a car accident and he's like, wants to look away but can't not, you know <laughs> he watches everything that I'm doing but he is like so supportive of me and what I'm doing and he obviously like thinks that I'm funny I think that's probably one of the reasons why he loves me but he's not my audience you know what I mean like that's not his necessarily category but that being said like there's plenty of stuff that I do or say that he's like that was funny that's like not every day. He's not like, you're so hilarious. This is hilarious. You know, <laughs> um, so, advice, tips for moms where she's sitting, listening right now and saying, you know, I think I'm funny or like, oh, I think I'm very like creative or hands on. Like, I want to like just get going, you know, like what can we t tell them to like just get the ball rolling? Yeah, just like friggin do it. Just start like you start today. Start right now. Like do something that makes you start right this second, because if you don't start, you're just going to keep thinking about it. And if you don't try it, you'll never know. Like if you think that you are, you probably are. If you have an inclination and if you work hard and keep with it, then you'll probably be successful. I think it's just in your mindset and if you really I mean unless you're like a crazy delusional person who's like I'm so talented <laughs> there's a lot of that out there Caitlin like, no. like me like me who dances all around like, like I'm a crazy when you so. see those like three I was looking at your Instagram for like three million views like you know 2.2 million like crazy yeah yeah that's the goal i'm just like <laughs> you're like it. yes <laughs> and maybe it's that car accident phenomenon people are like what is this i just i kind of want to scroll but i got it can't look away now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's really it's awesome i'm really excited to see like things that i put up being successful because there also is a like a certain level of vulnerability every time you post something to know whether or not it's going to be relatable or well received yeah. or what so it feels very rewarding to see things be successful for sure i mean the shareability of your content i think your real kicker there to success i have several instagram dm groups of like different women friends who happen to be moms and your stuff is constantly <laughs> being shared in there i mean i think it's like a it speaks a lot to like what you're saying, what you're feeling, what you're putting out there is what 
a huge community is feeling as well. And so, you know, like what you were saying earlier with the messages that you receive, like you're making the impact there because someone out there might be feeling pretty crappy and then they see something of yours and they're like, yes, yes, it's okay. Okay. All right. I'm good. They reset and they keep going. So you should be really proud of that. <clears throat> I always think how funny sometimes like motherhood you can't even script stuff that we go through right like stuff that you're like I can't even make this up like I was looking at your Mother's Day weekend like your kid got lice everyone had to get treated oh like God. honestly like, what is the what are the odds like Mother's Day weekend I'm dealing with this and I feel like that's something that all of us can relate to right there's moments where we all feel like, like this is this a is joke a like joke. Right. someone where is the <laughs> Ashton Kutcher <laughs> punked come out right now like this is messed up <laughs> totally. Yeah. And there's just, it doesn't stop. It keeps on coming, right? The content is right there. It's like low hanging fruit. I can just keep going all day with random things that happen that get in the way. But then you can, that's the other part I feel like about w- where I feel lucky to do what I'm doing over there because when you use humor and integrate humor into like the SHIT show <laughs> that is Mom Life, it takes the edge off for people and it's like, even though like behind it all, there is some like deep, heavy, dark stuff that goes on within the world of being a mom. But nobody really wants that in their face mm-hmm. all day. It's like we right. don't need something yeah. bringing us down more. Yes, you know, yeah, it's I more agree. like so the validation that we're like in it together. Like we're all going through these like crazy, annoying uh, experiences every day. I feel that way about n- not so much of the dark, heavy stuff, but also the like, what I want to call it, like the, the whimsical mother accounts that like, that they're like Mary Poppins and everything is always la di da and I made this and we're so happy. And a part of me is like, good for you. Good, good. I'm so glad. And I'm also like, can you please be kind of like. Who is your doctor? What kind of drugs are you taking? Yes, what are you taking? What is the street name for that? Where can I buy it? What the hell is going on over there that I don't know about? Because this is not... This ain't not but then, my life. But some some people are really just cut out. I think some people are just really, I don't know. Like they just have a lot of patience. They can just have screaming around them, and they're not like they can continue a conversation. I can't. Like screaming starts, and I'm already like, Ugh, like I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I think they're full of it. Okay, they're totally full of it. Yeah, I think it's an act. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. <laughs> believe you're that like I'm calling it there fake. is that no, level like, of bliss going on all day no, every day no it's like my friend Yaleen which I think is hilarious too every time like, she'll send me like one of those like moms on Instagram that has it all perfect she's in shape she looks great the husband's super Don't hot get me started on the getting in the shape the husband's super hot like they're successful they have this really, like her feet for sure have to smell like she'll find something yeah, to yeah. be like her feet smell <laughs> something's going Maybe on her farts her farts are really bad yes. God, that, oh, that's so low. I can't believe we, we're going there. We're, we're, my farts but, are really bad, too, <laughs> and I don't try to look good on Instagram, so there. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Caitlin, it was so great to chat with you. It was so great to meet you. I feel, like, so excited that you I are Karen on our— I was, like, major like, girl crushing. Yeah, I was losing like, my shit. Oh. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I'm excited. That's so nice. Excited to meet you. If you're ever in Miami, you know, you have a couple friends here I who are will. not perfect. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to come back to Miami. I freaking love that place. Anyway, thank you so much That's for having fun. me. Thank I'm really you. flattered that you guys asked me to come on. Yes. Yeah, we're fans. And 
Yes, and you're you're killing it with your Instagram as a former person who knows what I'm talking about. You you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing. We all great. need to pick your brain. Like, what is who is the person behind the curtains so, at Instagram? So, so much waving so. a magic wand. Yes, whatever. So, it's so complicated. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks Remember, again. you can follow her at Big Time Adulting, which I love the title, by the way. Yes. Although, Thank you know, you. adulting is such a, like, they're, they're like, that's how we know you're a millennial if you say adulting, the douchebag Gen Zers. And I'm like, yes, yes, millennial, yes. And you're wearing yeah, what I wore fine, in middle school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el que está a mi lado. Y esa es mi mala fortuna. Basada en el clásico de Juan Rulfo, llega Univision, el gallo de oro. Supongamos que la caponera puede inclinar la suerte a quien ella quiera. ¿Estás tardando en conquistarla? Con Lucero, José Ron y Plutarco Asa. Este gallo está cambiando la vida. En una historia legendaria de amor y azar. No trates de cambiarme, no lo vas a lograr. El gallo de oro, gran estreno, miércoles 8 de mayo a las 9 por Univision.